Welcome to Sleepless in St. Canard, where nostalgia replaces REM cycles. I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. We haven't slept. In 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s classic cartoon, Darkwing Duck, or the more recent-ish comic adventures of the Masked Mallard. A series where I, for one, never know what direction we will go in next. Will we finally get to see the security camera footage of what Launchpad and Darkwing did with Alistair Krabby, ruining both their reputations and political aims? Will the women of St. Canard finally get the right to vote? Will there be no end to the forever drawn-out and stainy manipulations of the ink blot serial botherer? Will we find out today? Will we? Will we find out today? You're going to just find out stuff that you never asked to know about. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas? I hope hope so. All of the answers. None of for the questions that I've asked, but I will get lots of answers. It's very good for me. I appreciate it. Yes, because today we are talking about issue number 16, which is the final part of the campaign Carnage arc. Ta-da! We got two covers here. One of them is a fake campaign poster with Darkwing doing that thing where they stand there and they, what do they do? They do like rabbit ear fingers. What do you call that? Where they oh, stick yeah, like two fingers. Yeah, like bunny ears. And then they're raising their arms in the air and like, woo. What? So it's a campaign poster and someone's giving him bunny ears? <laughs> oh, I'm terrible at describing this. No, he's... <laughs> He's doing that thing, you know, where the candidate is, like, standing in a pose where their arms are up in the air, and they're, uh-huh. they're doing, like, the number two with both their fingers. Oh, he's, <laughs> the uh, number... he's doing the Richard Nixon? Is that what that is? I don't know. Oh, maybe I should just show this to you so that it makes some, <laughs> some measure of sense, because... Okay. Uh... Darkwing is enthusiastic about bunnies. Yes, he's doing the Nixon thing, and then there's the three villains that were introduced in this arc busting through his poster. Yes. They're posing all their own. Yeah, we got Suffrage at the top, Cat Tankerous on one side, and One Shot on the other side. And it looks like One Shot is holding a pizza slicer. Yes. Oh. This is the first time I'm seeing Cat Tankerous and his thing. Oh, that's true. Put his little face in there. Yeah, he's very tiny. He is. And the second cover, cover B, is Darkwing and Launchpad being chased by Suffrage. And this was definitely meant to imply or hint that Suffrage was possibly Morgana because even her outfit, she's got like the little, you know how Morgana has connected at her pinky finger? She has that like sweeping thing. Yeah. And like the the little collar around her neck. So Mm -hmm. it was it was definitely they were trying to tease that, which would have been actually that would actually been an interesting concept. But I guess we'll I guess we can discuss that at the end of this issue. Yes. Usually there's like a little blurb at the beginning with previously on the the last one and then it gives you a summary. Oh. And it, it doesn't do that. It just, we're, just hit, we're just hitting the ground running? Yeah, it just jumps right into the story. All right. When we last left off, I'm going to have to now just summarize this myself. 
Let me think. Suffrage had yeah, she, hit... she'd mis she'd mysterioed a whole bunch of Darkwing's vi villains, and Ye then they weren't really there. Yes, and then she hypnotized the entire audience of candidates, or not candidates, the the voters, and mm. they all turned and they attacked Darkwing, Launchpad, and what's her face there? Constance. Constance A. Denshin. We start off this issue with. Darkwing Duck is being raised up in the air by all these very happy, adoring fans. He's wearing a red sash, and everyone's saying, Darkwing, Darkwing, Darkwing for a new St. Canard. And there's a little airplane flying overhead with Darkwing for a new St. Canard written across it. And uh, he's looking pretty happy. He says, thank you, thank you, celebrate today, but tomorrow the real work starts. And then Launchpad off screen says, coping mechanism? Launchpad continues, I heard when dealing with an impossible situation like this, sometimes delusions are how we cope. I was just enjoying a nice Hawaiian getaway myself. Crashing on waves is not like crashing in a plane. And Darkwing says, Launchpad, what impossible situation? And then he's brought back to reality where he is being carried by all the citizens of St. Canard, but they're hypnotized and they're being carried to a pyre where they're about to be burned at the stake. Uh, no notes, that's what we should do for all politicians. <laughs> yes, and Constance is already tied up and there's two more pyres for Launchpad and Darkwing and Suffrage is standing there holding the flaming torch. She's gonna burn them like the witches they are. <laughs> Oh, we know that Launchpad and Darkwing did hook up with Alistair Krabby, so they're one step closer. You're very convinced of this like alternate universe plotline that I don't. Even I mean, know. just because they didn't show it, it didn't happen. Like <laughs> they went, they saw him. And they now they've got crabs. <laughs> they do indeed. Well, they've got a lot more issues right now beyond crabs because they're about to die. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Suffrage is saying none of you are worthy to rule St. Canard. A superhero, a pilot, a lowly pencil pusher, this city demands better. And Darkwing says, listen, Suffrage, and he gets interrupted by Constance who says, listen, Suffrage, when I am mayor, my first order will be to crush costume menaces like you. And Darkwing says, hey, villain taunting is my gig. Because of course it is. Mm -hmm. So Suffrage continues. He's made a career of it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done a good career of mocking all his villains and occasionally murdering them accidentally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, quote unquote. As one does. Mm -hmm. So Suffrage says... Costume menaces like me are the reason you can't run this town. This city's changing, transforming into something new. It can't be run by, quote, normals like you. They're really pushing the Morgana angle here. Mm. Constance says, so who is going to run it? You? Who are you going to put in charge of water and power? Liquidator or Megavolt? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're giving out suggestions. <laughs> and Suffrage says, This is a super-powered city, and those with superpowers should run it. 
No more pretenders to the throne, even those who try to get by with fancy costumes and flashy tech. And Constance says, if you really think that, then do your worst. We'll show you what us normals are made of. <laughs> and Darkwing's just like, Constance, take it from an expert that is not good taunting, which is uh, fair. I, well, my my knee-jerk reaction this whole time is that Constance is what's-her-face. I think that's I a fair know. assessment. What's your theory on that? How How is she in two places at once? Well, she can make um, illusions of people. And then this is also just making her seem more like the hero. Like, she's the hero that St. Canard needs. I think that's so that's, my... that's a very on-the-ball observation. Okay. <laughs> Woo! On the ball, baby! <laughs> so, uh, Darkwing here is saying, Why make with all the talk when you can do something on the sly? And then he says in parenthesis, Yes, I'm aware that I, Darkwing Duck, just said, Why make with all the talk? I guess he's being self-aware. So he, he pulls out a little laser pen and he says, Aha! Lasers! When this purple pushover chooses to go legit, it's fine. But if someone with unique abilities wants to get into office our way, that's a problem. Oh wait, that's Suffrage saying that. God! I was about <laughs> to say, who, who's purple? He's purple. Got it. The, the speech bubbles and the visuals are sometimes a little confusing as to who's talking because it's a close-up of Darkwing's hand pulling out his little laser pen mm -hmm. and then off screen but in the same direction of where Darkwing is tied up is this other narration so it takes me a second to realize that it's not him saying that that's suffrage that's very busy yes so Darkwing is fussing around with his laser, and he's like, almost got it. And Launchpad's like, hey, DW, he says, not now. And LP's like, it's just that I think you're laser. And it turns out that the laser has set the wood on fire. Oh, of course it has. So he has effectively started burning himself at the stake. And Launchpad says, yeah, you gotta be careful with those things. And then this is actually a line that got a sensible chuckle out of me the first time I read this. I mean, oh, wait, maybe that was the definitively dangerous edition. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All that credit you were about to give this has just flown out the window right into the pyre. I was going to say, because so Suffrage is saying, tell me, mass audience, under my hypnosis, could someone like me be any worse than this guy? And the audience says no, and Darkwing's trying to blow out the fire forming at his feet. But I remembered it. I guess I remembered the definitively dangerous edition where she's, she's taunting him, and he says, oh, what's the matter, Darkwing? Afraid of a little fire? And then Darkwing said something like, you know who else is afraid of fire? Everyone. <laughs> and it was actually funny, because it's like, you know, yeah, of course he's going to be afraid of fire. He's not invincible, mm -hmm. but missed opportunities, I guess. Yeah, they picked it up eventually. Picked it up eventually. So we're back to Darkwing Tower where Goslin, Honker, and Doofus Drake are oh, watching right. this. I guess they're watching him get burned at the stake in widescreen HD TV here. Goslin's like, we got to get some marshmallows and get down there. Yeah, like they're actually just sitting there calmly watching this. And uh... I mean, to be fair, it's doesn't seem like the worst situation that Darkwing has been in. 
True. Goslin is watching him as he's trying to blow out the fire on the TV, and she says, I mean, when the whole city is ready to torch you, maybe don't beat them to it. And Honker says, I worry this is going to lose us some points with the watching this happen right now demographic. And Doofus says, we have to save Launchpad and Darkwing, maybe. You know, in that order. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Doofus Drake is Launchpad's biggest fan. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's the only priority. Darkwing is an afterthought. Yeah. Goslin says, don't think I don't want to head down there right now and give suffrage a piece of my mind, but everyone at that debate is under her spell. If we go there, she might do the same to us, or worse. If there was another way to get at her. And then Doofus says, uh, what's that? And he points to the tower across from Darkwing Tower, where <laughs> it's all lit up, bright and... You know, something's going on in there, and you can hear someone shouting, Yes, my power grows! <laughs> Very subtle. So is this, this is the next tower over on the same bridge? Yes. <laughs> I'm just, just running these things out to anybody. It would seem so. Honker says, Goslin, do you know who your new neighbors are? So, Goslin... Doofus and Honker tiptoe across the bridge to the other side. And Doofus says, is that Suffrage's voice coming from the tower? And Honker says, that or their TV is a lot louder than ours. And you can hear off screen Suffrage saying, immolate yourself, has been. New powers is on the rise. All three kids say, what is that? And they look down into the tower and they see Suffrage. She's standing in front of a whole whack of computer monitors. She's got this machine hooked up to her with a bunch of cables. It's clearly some kind of, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Not like VR. A virtual reality thing? Yeah, kind of like virtual reality, but a very cartoony, overdone version where it's not just like a little helmet. She's got like cables mm -hmm. all over her arms and there's a giant machine with, I think that's ink. I never caught that the first time. Dun, dun, dun. But it looks like it's being powered by ink. She's, she's in the Matrix. And she's never coming out. Never. So she's the illusion. Herself. Yeah, so she's not really talking to herself so much as she's, <laughs> she's broadcasting to Darkwing. And she says, all the glory and thrill of being a supervillain without ever leaving home. And Doofus is like, oh, great. She has a twin. And Honker says, I don't think that's it. What's that stuff she's hooked into? And Goslin says, whatever it is. And she sneaky sneak slides down a ladder, continues, we're not going to find out chatting about it up here. Meanwhile, oh, here's the fire joke. It is in this oh, issue. It just came hooray. a lot later. <laughs> Back on the streets. The fire has been lit underneath Darkwing, and he's trying not to burst into flame. And Suffrage says, what's the matter? The great Darkwing Duck's afraid of a hot foot? And Darkwing says, of course I'm afraid of fire. You know who else is? Everyone. <laughs> that, yeah, right. I, I thought that Fish was kind of... redeemed. <laughs> yes. So, she continues, poor Darkwing, if you want, I can make you forget all about it. And then all of a sudden she goes still and she goes, what is that? And then her foot is on fire. Suffrage, that is. 
She starts screaming, ow, ow, hot foot. And Darkwing says, what's the matter? The great suffrage afraid of a, and then suffrage blinks out of existence. And Darkwing says, oh, great. I didn't even get to throw her line back in her uh, face. Also, what just happened? And then his phone starts ringing and he says, it's Goslin. Okay, probably have to put this on speakerphone because he is, of course, still tied mm -hmm. to the stake that is still actively burning. And it's Goslin. And she says, Dad, guess what? Suffrage is really here in another tower on the bridge. You know that ink that's been turning people evil? She's got it in a big globe and is hooked up to it. Thank you, Goslin, for pointing out what I couldn't quite figure out myself. <laughs> and I don't mean that sarcastically. I was truly like... Thank you for stating the obvious. And here we are picking up the obvious. She's hooked up to a Vada ink and it's like, I guess, hypothetically going into the tubes into her? I don't really know. So it's like a box, a giant metal the box with a dome ink over it. dialysis machine? <laughs> yeah. And there's the ink inside and then all the cables are hooking up to Constance. But like a virtual reality kind of dealio. Mm. Yeah, and Goslin had just set her foot on fire. She's holding a lit As match. One As one does, the little scamp. And she's telling Darkwing, I'm going to guess that the suffrage where you are is another psychic mind trick. I mean, if everything here is a mind trick, then she's really good. And then suffrage catches Goslin and says, no, I'm really bad. And Goslin screams and drops the phone. And Darkwing's like, no, Goslin. And he's filled with the determination of being a parent and breaks free <laughs> from the body. <laughs> he is powered by fatherhood. I don't know how else to describe it because he's completely tied to this stake that's burning and he just breaks free of the ropes. He just Hulk Hogan's his way out through paternal urges. Yes, and he says, let's get dangerous. And he unties Launchpad and says, Suffrage didn't even give us the dignity of actually facing us at our darkest hour. She was just a projection this whole time. And Launchpad says, hey, gotta give her points for staying in focus the whole time. And then they look over and Constance is gone. She's not tied to anything. And Launchpad mm -hmm. says, what happened to Constance? Did she already escape? And Darkwing says, I don't know. I'm starting to think I'll never figure that woman out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm on the ball. <laughs> and uh, all the citizens have regained their minds. I see a gummy bear in the uh, crowd. I don't know the names of the gummy bears. It's the yellow one. That kind of looks like Molly Cunningham. Oh, from... Sunny. Okay, that's the one. That's the one. And uh, Darkwing says, at least with suffrage gone, her spell over the politically active Saint citizens of St. Canard has been extinguished. And Launchpad says, yeah, but I'd hate to see the poll numbers tomorrow. And then they dash off to Darkwing Tower. And Darkwing says, we'll worry about that later. We've got a bigger problem now. True that. Um, so I know this is asking a lot. Do we figure, do they tell us how she was able to mind control everyone by being a projection powered by ink? Nope. Okay. At least not that I can recall. Goslin's going to explain it in the next <laughs> panel. <laughs> Goslin in the next panel is trapped in a tube, a glass tube with Honker 
and uh, Doofus, kind of similar to Life, the Negaverse, and everything when uh, mm. Negaduck trapped the gang. And Goslin's mm-hmm. trying to say something, but she's been put on mute because it's just a speech bubble with no words in it. I like to think she's saying really bad words. She's swearing. Just she's... comet guy <laughs> over and over and over again. And uh, Suffrage says, I wonder what this glorious substance, the reason for my rebirth, will do to you younglings. I I can't hear you. The pipe's soundproof. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because Goslin's saying something i'm sorry i have two things to say right now yes number one younglings (laughs) well these two youths and so she doesn't know what this mysterious liquid is that she has been in my own mind using as a dialysis machine (laughs) this this sure is weird i better slather it all over my skin Okay. Yes, this is clearly the person who should be running St. Canard. Indeed. Younglings, didn't they use that in Star Wars when they murdered a bunch of kids? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Anakin Skywalker is actually under that dome. I'd believe it. Coming together. He's got a nice rack. And Darkwing, he, he comes in with his cloud of smoke and he says, I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the, and Suffrage interrupts him and says, the spoiler third party candidate, the pop quiz at the Electoral College. And Darkwing says, I was going to go with the second one. How'd you know? And Suffrage says, big fan, and drops a bunch of anvils on his head. Darkwing says, yeah, I can tell, as he's crushed beneath them. She should have dropped fans on him. That would have been- Just like a big industrial fan. Oh, that would have been so good. (laughs) (laughs) Love the anvil. Anvil is classic. Anvil is classic, but puns always win. I always have to go with the pun. Darkwing is very, it is a very pun-based show, so I can't disagree with you there. But Darkwing, as usual, he is not deterred. He pulls himself up from underneath those crushing knot fans. And he says, there are a lot of mysteries to you, Suffrage, but one thing I know for sure is how this ends. And Suffrage says, but I'm just getting started. In fact, let's try something new. Let's go inside your mind. What will we find there? And I guess we get a Psychonauts moment because... Yeah, I was going to say, she finds that he keeps a version of himself on a friggin' clothes hanger in a closet. (laughs) It would have been kind of a cool callback to see Darkwing's little hero and his ego. Oh, yeah. It's like a swirly uh, a swirly trip into acid land, essentially. Okay. So we can see her talking and Darkwing is shouting, You think going into my mind will scare me? If anything, it should scare you. And she says, Let's talk about scares. What do you fear, Darkwing? And then Darkwing... uh... It's fire. (laughs) I told you this already. (laughs) Uh, The most common fear of all. But no, instead it's Darkwing wearing a tie and a business suit. Well, not really a business suit. You know, like a pocket protector. Biggest fear is being Quacker Jack in the Paddywhack episode. (laughs) That's actually what I was thinking of, too, when I saw this. Uh But she says, is it being normal? 
is it being a drone? And then we see one of the crime bots. And then she says, is it being a tyrant? And then we see him dressed as Dark Warrior Duck. Mm-hmm. And then, or just not original. And then we see Darkwing with several heads, all of which are infinite Darkwings, like Quiverwing and Bowling Ball Darkwing and Lady Gaga Darkwing. The classics. And she says, maybe it's just being simply overpowered. And suddenly Darkwing finds himself surrounded by Catankerous and one shot. And she says, you've amassed quite the rogues gallery. And then in the next panel, it's the fearsome four. And she says, you have to wonder, when will it get to be too much? And then it switches over to Steelbeak. And then Taurus Bulba. And she says, where will it all end? Finally, we end the panel with a gigantic Negaduck head staring (laughs) down at Darkwing. And she says, who will end it? Which kind of implies that Negaduck is definitely Darkwing's ultimate nemesis. Like, even Taurus Bulba kind of got sidelined here. Yeah. Um, but also, she's showing him people that he, she's he's beat, like, all the time. <laughs> like, every other Tuesday. <sighs> Look at you. Logicking your way through this. I know. Look at me. I'm going to be writing a dissertation about, I don't know, that's, that's it. That's as far as my logic goes. I can't think of any more words. Continue. Well, while she's doing all this, we see that Darkwing is curled up in a fetal position, clearly, you know, stuck in a hallucination. And meanwhile, Launchpad is helping the kids escape from their glass prison. And he says, keep it down, guys. We got to save Darkwing. Since when does Launchpad ever call him Darkwing? Uh, I feel like I've heard him say Darkwing once or twice. I guess but so. They're also now political uh, <laughs> opponents. They have to have some modicum of uh, proper names. Um, and all is she done trying to show him his greatest fear? Because his greatest fear is not any of those things. I feel like his greatest fear is losing Goslin. Uh, well, I guess that isn't really brought up because we see Lunchpad looking at the ink dialysis machine. <laughs> and he says very expensive he says so that's the stuff that's turning everyone evil and goslin says i don't know if it's all of it but it's some of it plus suffrage seems to have some control over how it affects her at least for now and suffrage is like stare into the abyss of villainy darkwing duck and cower at what stares back and then we see that darkwing in his hallucination is surrounded by his entire rogues gallery there appears to be a shark being dropped on top of him and the shark isn't on, on top of a spiked anvil and okay. he's it kind of reminds me of a uh, ghoul of my dreams when he's surrounded by all his villains and he's like oh no mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they all vanish because goslin pulls the plug on the dialysis machine oh so yeah, now it has to turn into that scene from harry potter where dumbledore has to drink the the stuff out of the the faucet it's not really a faucet it's like a big like basin that he has to drink all of the stuff out of to get what so harry could get what's at the bottom of his launch pad drinking all the ink and they're force feeding it to him that's how it, it ends in my mind i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that too okay <laughs> this is baked as super bleak and I just another aside here because it's reminding me of the stuff have you ever seen the stuff no. It's 
the name of a movie. It's uh, it defies explanation, really. It's it's basically what if Marshmallow Fluff was an alien that ate you from the inside and took over your body. Huh. But you know, it's Are marketed you- really well, so everybody keeps buying it, and there's like all these great commercials and stuff for the stuff. There's a character in it named Chocolate Chip Charlie, and his fists are registered weapons. So that's that's where my brain is going in regard to the ink. <laughs> it's the stuff. It and is certainly in- something. It is certainly a whole lot of stuff, and we will find out eventually the secret okay. of the ink. But not right. today. Not today, it's my friend. It's the stuff. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. So Goslin says, let's see how hot you are without all the special effects. And Suffrage leaps to grab her and says, you little leech. And Launchpad grabs Suffrage's head dome thing and pulls it off. And it's Constance A. Denshin. Kel's shock and surprise. My God. Who would have guessed? Who saw it coming? Nobody. I don't know. Nobody. Not a single somebody. And she says, all right, yes, I'm yet another supervillain in St. Canard, but guess what? I'm different. And Darkwing's like, how? (laughs) Real quick, though, because I saw a picture of her. I think you showed it to me, like, after we recorded the last episode. Her head is, like, super, like, sideways ovally. How does she fit inside that domey thing? That's a good question, because when Launchpad pulls it off, the opening to it is, like, the circumference of her neck. Yeah, she's got like a, a Hey Arnold head. I guess it's all Funny. an illusion. It's what it is. It's cartoon logic. <laughs> I love her logic here too. He's like, how are you different? And she's like, because I almost beat you. Twice. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that lots of people have beaten Darkwing. There's a whole episode about how he's dead. Because he got, I mean, didn't he? He crashed though, but it he was defeated by reckless driving. Well, Constance doesn't seem to think so because she says, "Who else can say that I almost defeated Darkwing Duck, the candidate, and Darkwing Duck, the superhero? How much of it is ever real?" And Honker says, "All by projecting multiple versions of yourself and creating illusions. How much of everything we saw was real?" And they don't explain anything after that about Constance. <laughs> they don't tell us why she did this. They don't give us uh-huh. uh, any kind of modus operandi. They don't tell us Good. how she was doing it or where she got any of this equipment. She's just hauled off by the police into the back of That's the... That's the... Like, he doesn't even have to fight her? <laughs> no. She, the next panel is her, much like Mortimer, just being shoved into the back of a police <sighs> But I have a question. Does she even have a girlfriend? No, maybe if she did, she wouldn't have done any of this. <laughs> See? It doesn't feel so good. Now does it, Constance? <laughs> Lesbians stay winning. <laughs> <laughs> and they're watching her get hauled away, and Launchpad says, Just to be sure, I checked St. Canard's city charter. You can't run for mayor if you've used mass hypnotism on the populace in a villainous way. Oh, just in a villainous way. Yes. All right, so we're, we're still in the clear. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. then Launchpad says, 
It's also illegal to name a horse Mr. Butterbean in the city. We have a pretty thorough charter, you know. And Darkwing and Launchpad shake hands and say, well, Darkwing says, No sign of her communications director, Bob. I wonder what role he played in all of this. And Launchpad says, You'll figure it out, DW. Anyway, now there's just two names left on the ballot. Darkwing says, What else is there to say but may the best man win, friend? Doofus Drake wins by a landslide. If only. <laughs> Actually, no, not if only. That would be just as bad, I think. Yeah, it would be, it would be pretty terrible. So they're standing on the bridge, shaking hands, and Goslin says, You know, the polls close in a few hours, and Darkwing and Launchpad take off with a zoink. Zoink. So now it is time to reveal the winner. We see outside the, what I assume is City Hall or the voting place, because it just has election written on the big giant sign above on the building. Subtle. We see, we see some telephone polls with Darkwing, vote Darkwing for mayor and vote Launchpad for mayor. And there's a bunch of little Easter eggs. I see a Mighty Ducks sign and a Monsters, Inc. sign that says, Now hiring, call boo. I see a Topolino reference and some other stuff. What does this one say? 99 souls needed. And so Darkwing and Launchpad and Goslin and Doofus and Honker are all sitting in front of the TV listening to the news where they say, And with 99% of the polls reporting, we can finally name a winner. The next mayor of St. Canard is the Tin Can. No, I'm lying. Is it re Oh, <laughs> man, I was about to be so excited. Oh, no. I almost asked if the can won. The can should have won. It should have. Four more years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's Launchpad. Launchpad wins. And so we get a shot of the newspaper that says, Launchpad McQuack, now mayor. Citizens responded to affable charm and good taste in pilot's caps, says McQuack's sidekick, Darkwing Duck. This doesn't bother me at all. Really, it doesn't. Superhero received 1% of the vote. That, that seems right. That is true, yes. It would have just been like, Darkwing Duck received no votes, except for one where it said, who is Darkwing? <laughs> that would have been appropriate. Actually, that kind of happened uh previously in one of the other arcs where they were like, oh, he's the guy who swims in money, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's come quite a long way during this comic arc where people didn't know who he was and now he's running for mayor. Indeed. He didn't win, which is good. But I also don't know uh, a launch pad should have won. No, because I feel like this is the kind of storyline where you have two characters that are friends competing. It just makes sense to me that there should be like some kind of surprise where neither one wins type mm -hmm. situation. But no, they went with Launchpad. So we see them heading into the mayor's office, Launchpad in his suit with his regular size tie. And he says, well, that was fun. Now it's time for the real work to start for both of us. And Darkwing just looks traumatized and depressed. He slumps into a chair and Launchpad says, you see, DW, I ran so we could have someone from our team that's in the mayor's office, but you're still free to be your regular superhero self whenever you need to be. And Darkwing says, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Suffrage's question, who will end it? Never mind. Forget it. Kind of a non sequitur there, Darkwing. 
So Darkwing says, let's start discussing how we're going to use this power to bring back Morgana right before I give my ego some CPR. 1%? And then Goslin helpfully adds, don't forget the 2% margin of error. Launchpad says, sure thing, DW. In the meantime, let's see if I can get a handle on this mayor thing. How hard could it be? And then we switch to a new newspaper article that says... Um, I thought you were going to say, like, that it's just like, a, uh, like a, a swipe cut of the mayor's office on fire and everybody's screaming. You're close. You're close. Hey! <laughs> it swipes to the newspaper article that says, McQuack mayor for five minutes, city in chaos. And it shows a picture of St. Canard literally, like, crumbled. All the buildings have broken in half. Things are sinking Excellent. into the ground. And Perfect. it says, says ousted mayor. Real sorry, everyone. I'll use all of Quackworks' resources to clean this up real soon. Citizens react. How did they get another newspaper out in just five minutes? <laughs> and I do, I, I would like to add, I do remember, I'm pretty sure in the definitively dangerous edition, they altered this a bit to say Launchpad crashes the city. Mm, yeah, that would have been... That would have been the obvious. Yes. All good. But we're not done yet. That it resolves like that. Okay, go. We've got an epilogue. Uh Uh-huh, I'm sure we do. So, we hear two people talking. How's it going there? Okay, these crime bots will fix the city right up. They still ask for lunch breaks, though. And then we see Bob, the uh, guy from earlier, the Mm dog-faced... man that i told you about who was the campaign manager messing with them all with the ink fooled everybody by spelling his name backwards i remember bob yes of course and he says oh constance i had such hopes for you funny you're a real darkwing duck fan too aren't you or you were maybe you were just too close to the subject matter you were the first to work with the ink not just be a slave to it my ink that is Maybe ink's not the right word. This is pretty bad stuff. This is slime. No matter, she and the others were just phase one. The real fun's ahead. And then he turns and we see who he's talking to. Right, Magica? Dun, 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 it's Magica to spell. And she says, of course, those fools try to fix up this city not knowing what's truly in store for it. Hee, hee, hee. Bob suddenly puts a black hood over his face and he says yes with the wonderful resource it's time to enact the greatest scheme the city has ever seen so says the phantom blot dun 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 okay so rather than have any more existing darkwing villains in the darkwing duck comic series we are bringing back a ducktales villain and a Donald Duck, like he's not in Ducktail. Like Phantom Blot never was in Ducktales, other than the the new ones. No, I think he actually made an appearance in the '87 version too. Did he? I'm pretty sure he appeared in at least one or two episodes in the 1987 version. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember him, but I also have not watched 1987 Ducktales other than the Fenton episodes in Millennia. Okay, so you kind of. Uh, blew the big reveal about Bob for me because you asked if I knew what Phantom he look he kind of looks like do you know what Phantom Blot looks like without his hood on 
so I was like, okay, he's probably Phantom Blood. But I Magica again? Really? Well, there is a method to their madness. Because uh-huh. we're not done yet. We've got one more page. Oh, oh good. We see Scrooge's money bin. In another city so close yet so different. And we see him reading the newspaper and he says, Whack! Lunchpad McQuack pledges everything Quackworth has to his sorry about this charity fund. Has he forgotten who gave him that job and why? Charity. The very idea. Boys, Webby, it's time to visit our pal Lunchpad McQuack in St. Canard. And we see the triplets and they say, Uncle Scrooge, do you think we'll meet Darkwing Duck again? Scrooge says, I don't know and can't say that I care, Huey, but I know this. St. Canard's not going to be the same after I arrive. And that's how we head into the crossover. Okay. That's why there's DuckTales characters. Yes. No, I get that. But it's too, like, it's just two. Two DuckTales characters. For now. (laughs) For now. (laughs) But it's just hitting home. The fact that this was an entire arc filled with original character do not steal villains for Darkwing and then the ones orchestrated everything are are the DuckTales villains. It just seems like a waste to me. <laughs> Anna Blood is just ink poisoning everyone? We'll find out soon enough. Okay. There's a little stupid. there's a little dialogue box and it says, Oh, if only old Scrooge knew how right he was. Big things are in store for your favorite DuckTales and Darkwing Duck characters. See how they fare in the greatest epic of their lives in dangerous currency. <laughs> Pick up the first part of the story in DuckTales number five and come back to read part two in Darkwing Duck number 17. The end. And So they got the rights to the Darkwing comic before they did the DuckTales one. Yeah. And so at this point, DuckTales had done a four-parter comic with boom studios called the rightful owners or something like that and so ducktales number five is the start of the crossover then darkwing duck issue 17 is part two ducktales number six is part three and then darkwing duck number 18 is part four was fenton in any of the ducktales ones prior to this crossover no okay at least not that I can remember, but I want to say quite strongly no. Because they had plans for him in Darkwing Duck. He was gone for a reason that we will find out. So I don't think... He got he got wound up uh, lost in that Marshalls with Morgana. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Just Darkwing spinning out and Gizmodo is just like, Hey, I think you dropped something. I'm surprised you actually have not seen anything of that because i'm pretty sure like of all the stuff that people post from the comics it's the crossover that has a lot of panels that people post and i'm pretty sure there's a couple panels that show morgana but perhaps you haven't seen that and or you erased it from your mind the second option is very likely i don't remember a lot of things that's fair so So, you know, with no context as to what it is, there's really no incentive for my brain to hang on to it. Yeah. I think it would have been kind of neat if Suffrage was actually Morgana and or Nega Morgana or something. Mm. Yeah. I mean, what, like, what was her deal? Like, what, what even was she? She wanted to be mayor, but was doing, wanted to beat Darkwing, who she, well, I guess... 
the Phantom Blot thing is what makes everybody hate Darkwing for some reason. I don't know. I have a lot of questions. I wouldn't say that I'm intrigued to see what happens, but I do have a lot of questions that I, I assume could potentially be answered in this next arc. What did I tell you? You'd have some questions that will not be answered in this issue and answers that you never asked for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I do have to say I do like the um, the idea that the the big bad of this arc was literally in the next tower over the whole time and nobody noticed. That was a nice touch. I liked that. We have reached the end of the campaign Carnage arc. Yay! Applause! And Hooray. we have one last arc and it is the biggest whopper of them all. It is the crossover. <laughs> it is the big daddy. The big banana. The big lots of things. <laughs> The big metal banana brain in the in the room. Yeah, and uh, it's coming. But before we do that, we're going to take a small break from the comics. We have a guest podcast episode coming up that we already recorded, what, like a month ago? Something to that extent. And it's an episode that uh, our dear listeners helped provide me with material for. So if you did engage in a very specific Google survey then you'll know what i'm talking about otherwise you'll just have to wait and find out after our guest episode we head into our 30th unofficial 30th because technically it would be 31 if we count episode zero which i don't never count that one no so we'll be heading into our 30th which is just going to be kind of a special episode with stuff that i haven't fully planned out yet so i can't even say what it is yet <laughs> There will be tears, there will be laughter, there'll be an interpretive dance, it's going to be spectacular. There'll be a bit of ink injected into our veins via dialysis. There will be Anne showing me pictures of animals in costumes that I will have to think up endless supervillain names for on the fly. Until then, we, uh, we, we got a little bit of a break and uh, yeah. That's that's it. What are your final thoughts on Campaign Carnage? My final thoughts on Campaign Carnage were, um, why? <laughs> also, nobody likes baseball that much. That's not true. A lot of people like baseball. I don't like baseball that much. I'm purely biased. Um, there needs to be more little cat villains and things. And... Oh, I just don't understand suffrage. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get her. And, uh, can absolutely should have been mayor or doofus, you know, why not? Somebody messed up at the polling stations and I really wish we weren't about to head back into magic and dispel, but here we are. Here we are. And I'm, and I'm ready. I don't know how willing let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. But until we get to that part, uh, we have some other episodes coming up. But also, guys, remember that crime does not sleep. Neither does ink. And neither do we. Have yourselves a good evening. <laughs> We're broken. We're absolutely broken by the, the carnage of this campaign. <laughs> Think of the children in the tower next door.